Hello everybody, welcome to the Daily Sip. My name is Oliver, my mission is to bring you closer to organic Japanese green tea and today we're gonna dive into the taste of a so-called Kabus Essentia, so a shaded green tea or a shaded Sencha. Um, this is a special cultivar uh, we have here today, so we are going to dive into the Tsuyu Hikari, which is actually a crossbreed between the Asatsuyu and the Shizu 7132. So these are two cultivars which have been grown in Japan for a longer period uh, before the Tsuyu Hikari, but Tsuyu Hikari then was registered in 1970. But before we dive into this part of uh, this uh, session here, let me first talk a little bit about Kabus Sencha and what it exactly is. So when we are talking about Japanese green tea, you know Sencha is the biggest category or you might have heard of that Sencha is the biggest category of made green tea. And um, uh, with this green tea, um, you can have different types of sencha. You can say kind of the normally grown or normal grown sencha, which is the unshaded sencha. They're often a little bit more simpler, a little bit more uh, astringent also the teas. So um, there actually you have a sencha, which then uh, develops quite a nice grassy flavor with not too much of this typical umami savory flavor profile, but just a decent kind of mix or balance between a little bit of astringency uh, with nice grassy or vegetal tones. When you're wanting a little bit more of a sweet essential, so when you're going to be a little bit more in this uh, umami flavor profile, then the shading is an important thing that comes into play. The shading actually means just that the farmer around 14, 10 to 14 days with a Kabus Essentia, with Gyokuro it can go up to four weeks and uh, it can also be slightly shaded where we only talk around the week. There actually uh, the Kabus Essentia, there you can vary between seven and 14 days, which is kind of the typical amount of days just before the harvest. Um, the plant is covered with the netting and then covers uh, the tea plant from uh, the light and this is then called a kabuse, so this net over the tea plant is the kabuse, and that's why we call it kabuse sencha. So here, as I mentioned before, it's a tsuyu hikari, it's a crossbreed between actually two very different cultivars. So cultivars is the green tea type, um, which are actually um, um, often cultivars, so it's not a seed grown, cultivars are not seed grown, but they're cut and then the roots grow and then the farmer just lets the plant grow. This is a typical way how to create or how to, uh, how cultivar is different than from the original seed grow grown and kind of original plant, which are also sometimes um, wild in Japan and then they're called sairai. But here we are really talking about two cultivars um, mixed together, one is the Asatsuyu and one is the Shizu 7132. The Asatsuyu is also referred to to be very sweet, very umami rich, very going very close or being a very good base for Gyokuro. So Gyokuro is the kind of this most savory, very strong umami flavored tea, um, which is also the longest shaded. So um, uh, Asatsuyu there plays a very beautiful role. Asatsuyu itself is not such an inter interesting um, cultivar 
for the farmers because they actually they do want to have cultivars which give a big yield and Dazutsuyu is known to have a little bit of a smaller yield but still this tea exists and it's a wonderful tea um, I personally am a big fan of Dazutsuyu so uh, super interesting and here half of this tea is Dazatsuyu and then the Shizu 7132 is actually a tea I'm not super fond of um, it's a little bit of tea which is also a little bit more fresher some people say it reminds them a little bit of this freshness of cherry blossom a little bit citrusy but often what you feel is a little bit of a drier and citrusy so more astringent flavor profile of the Shizu 7132 um, that's why, for example, I uh, never decided to take it into our assortment. So it is an important um, kind of flavor aspect, which drives the tea quite fast, a little bit more in a little bit more astringent territories, a little bit drier, more tanninic, a little bit stronger. Um, in this also a little bit grassy flavor profiles. But I believe mixing these two together to the Tsuyu Hikari can create a very beautiful tone can create very beautiful notes and especially when you shade uh, when you shade grown this tea then it can develop a super nice sweetness and that's why I want to dive into the tasting of this tea now and see a little bit what um, um, what actually this taste notes of this tea mixed of this rather umami richer uh, Asatsuyu and the Shizu 7132 which is a little bit fresher and more citrusy gives as an end note. Good when we look at the leaves so let's have a look at the leaves we can see um, this is a very dark tea as well so quite long um, I would say this is around 10 to 12 days shade grown green tea you see a little bit of uh, brighter particles also in the tea so uh, quite an interesting kind of uh, dark dark Sencha, but with some brighter points to it. This from the leaf side. Now, what I prepared, as always, I take a kyusu. I like to take um, with the, the senchas a little bit more uh, uh, the red tokoname. The red tokoname also pushes a little bit more the umami flavor profile, in my opinion. Well, meanwhile, when you take a black tokoname, so a black um, clay teapot, it just softens and roundens the tea more. But here I want to have a little bit more the etchy side, a little bit more the stronger savory side of the tea just because we have here a sencha which can predominate a little bit with, um, with its more grassy notes and then I want to just bring out a little bit more the umami flavor and that's why I here prefer now my red kyusu. What I prepared is 70 degrees Celsius water which is around 165 Fahrenheit and 5 grams of leaves which I'm just now pouring into my teapot and then we are adding around six to eight ounces of water around 150 milliliters and then we're gonna let it sit for one minute good now we close it very good good so this tea is actually also coming from the south of uh, japan so here uh, we are in the region of yame as well uh, quite an interesting tea um, in terms of uh, just a little bit his aspect of being this mix of these two cultivars but also uh, rather from the sun south where it's a little bit warmer where the temperatures are not going that low 
so uh, you can also grow quite good a little bit frost more frost sensitive uh, cultivars um, in this region like the Asatsuyu for example is a frost sensitive um, cultivar um, and then uh, the south actually shows just a little bit more variety in terms of cultivar and there you can find this tea but developed has been this cultivar in Shizuoka so it's not actually from the south but grown it is in the south good we can see already here nice golden color so not too cloudy so it doesn't show too much of uh, the amino acids so i expect besides uh, this is a little bit more savory flavor profiles not going too strong in this uh, very savory strong flavor profile and maybe um, that uh, the, the Shizu 7132 can add in a little bit more freshness. In terms of taste, mm, very nice. So I get a little bit of this uh, sweet corn, so which is typical when you have a little bit of these umami notes, a little bit more the savory sweet note, which I'm getting, sweet corn notes, sorry. And additionally, what I'm getting is quite a nice light spinach you notes know, so of fresh young spinach mixed with an amame, a little bit of a nutty flavor, more kind of hazelnut than almond or cashew. So I expect this tea to be a little bit sweeter, but also show me a little bit of these greener aspects, but with the green aspects, you get them quite in the, in the leaves. Sometimes uh, it cannot be correct that your nose with the leaves is a little bit misguided and the tea itself shows a lot of sweetness. So let's just try it and see um, what the real taste is. Mm. Okay, super nice, sweet, round, quite strong on the umami, but at the same time fresh. So it's a super kind of a strong mix it doesn't show you too much of this super strong um, kind of umami flavor because right after you get a kind of a nice decent um, push of umami there's directly coming this a little bit more fresher citrusy notes coming in so it's a super nice balance of this uh, balanced taste of these kind of two extremes which you get when you dive a little bit more into Japanese green tea so either you're a little bit more on the stringent side or then you're very savory but here we have a kind of a savory tea but it freshens them up quite fast mm. I take the air through my teeth. Got much more of this, nearly a little bit flowery freshness. Mm -hmm. It has a lot of kind of a fresh cut grass. So you have this savory sweet note, quite well developed, but then you have a little bit of these more grassy notes directly coming in with this more fresher flowery notes a little bit of citrusy notes but without being astringent at all so super interesting in terms of tea uh, tea taste it just gives you a, this broad broad aspect and I must say this is a super interesting tea because it really shows you a little bit of both worlds it still stays very strong with its umami flavor but it has just this slight hint this kind of fresh small wind coming in and bringing you a little bit more of these greener notes and a little bit more of the citrusy notes
Mm. Yes, it is kind of savory, sweet, but it's a little bit of a tingling, a citrusy note at the same time. So super interesting. But that's only the first brewing. So now I'm curious for the second one. Because normally in the second one, the tea loses a little bit in its umami, in its little bit freshness. So the freshness goes a little bit down. Uh, the freshness, the umami goes a little bit down and it should become a little bit more stringent. So I'm curious to know if this happens here with the second brewing, because finally what I want, what I am looking for personally most is that the tea is well balanced through three different brewings. So you can at least do three, but maybe even four or five. And I want it to be nicely balanced throughout the different brewings. Not that it's kind of sweet in the first one and then it becomes super stringent. This sometimes you get from teas, which are a little bit also from a lower quality that they can, can be kind of sweet in the first brewing, but then drift off quite fast into the stringent field. And then it's not a real pleasure, at least for me to drink them. Mm -hmm. It is well balanced, loses a little bit in umami, definitely, but still no astringency, no strong kind of um, astringent flavor, but it gets a little bit more citrusy, get a little bit more of this uh, lemon peel in, the white of the lemon peel. Wins in freshness, but doesn't drift off into an astringent flavor profile. So still stays very well balanced and I can certainly do a third or even a fourth brewing with this one here. So super interesting, broad uh, spectrum in terms of flavor diversity, I would say, of this tea coming from these two very different cultivars, which have been blended together, crossbreed and created the Tsuyu Hikari. And this here is the Kabuse Tsuyu Hikari. Sencha. Good. I hope you like this one. Don't forget if you want to have good Japanese green tea grown or never grown with pesticides, then actually you can have a look on our webpage. And if you ever have a question, feel free to leave a comment and uh, I will be back soon. See you and bye bye.